Once upon a time, upon an island in the middle of a lake, three public stewards joined forces to protect a small town's independence and start a podcast. I'm Superintendent and Coroner, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. I'm Fire Chief and Historian, Gil Gilman. I am Mayor Manny McDermott. is y'all come back. Hello, comebackers, and welcome to another episode of This is Y'all Come Back. I am, of course, your mayor, Manny McDermott. And I'm superintendent and coroner, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. And this weekend, I did get trapped inside Manny's briefcase, but I managed to survive on clumps of loose protein powder and a coffee-flavored anal scrub that I found there. And I'm Fire Chief and Historian Gil Gilman. Uh, if you saw a uh, man running away from a much smaller man uh, that was rolling a ball, uh, that was me uh, uh, trying to live out my Katamari Damashi uh, fantasies. Wow. Well, I learned a lot about both of you and um, my own briefcase in that. Well, thank you, baby. Gil, I'm so excited to have you here. I don't know if you all can tell, but I just feel like my spirit has been lifted. Uh, Maybe I had a little seasonal affective disorder uh, or something, but um, these warm days we've had this past week have just boosted my mood. Um, uh, What what have you all done to take advantage of the warmth of the sunshine? Have you all been getting out there taking walks? Uh, Well, as you both know, I like to express myself through my clothing and the outfits that I put together. And as you can both see, I have been enjoying this warm weather in this uh, ensemble that I call uh, Pandals. Uh, Mm. It is leather straps that form my pants, and then they become gladiator sandals. Uh, I think those are really fashionable, baby. Um, My fashion choices have been a little more constrained. Of course, I'm I'm wearing the same suit that I always do. uh, And this time of year is a little uncomfortable for me because the temperature is not quite ready for uh, me to unzip both of the pant legs. Um, so I've just been going with one unzipped, uh, but I trade off every day. So um, each leg gets an equal amount of sun. Manny, I'm curious how you've been handling the warm weather. I know you have that condition where you sweat literal quarts every day. Yeah. So uh, in order to sort of curtail that and to not have to do as much laundry, I've been wearing a lot of tube tops, um, if any shirt at all. Uh and that's going well for me. Really, the the main idea is that uh, as long as I can sort of like douse myself in um, the chlorine that you gave me, um, that keeps me pretty dry. Um, also itchy and um, also I'm having some reactions, as you can see. But um, it did clean out my abdominal problems that I was having from those muscles on Bebe Street. So it's really, um, I would say, like a win-lose situation, but I, I came out net positive. But I will say... Um, not to spend too much time on my fashion or my bodily harm. Um, something else that the warmth brought out was I think a lot of more people were outside and a lot more people saw who the newspaper and we are now calling uh, the Scarlet Flash, this uh, vigilante do-gooder, um, Nora Hodson, who we had on the podcast, as everybody knows, said that she had a big scoop. And well, baby Gil, what, what was your reaction when you finally saw that story drop in the paper last week? 
Oh, I, I screamed and I, I slapped Gil in the face uh, because I was just so darn excited that um, we officially have a, a vigilante do-gooder here on the island. And for me, when I first saw it, I uh, sort of was shocked um, by a loud noise and then sort of just hit upside the side of the face um, from something. I'm not sure what. Uh, and uh, then after that and taking a little bit of a closer look, I I don't know. I think that there's a good chance that maybe this isn't a vigilante that's actually, you know, a, a new type of cryptid like the Owlman. Uh, you know, uh, this could be uh, sort of a... Uh, perhaps a Mandela effect um, sort of scenario where a bunch of people uh, sort of have broken off at a separate mm. timeline, believe that they have witnessed it, but it's not um, that it, you know, they thought they saw a man, uh, you know, doing good around town, wearing, uh, you know, scarlet pants and a cape and uh, sort of a fashionable uh, uh, thing over his eyes, all three of them. Uh, which I think uh, some people haven't noticed is sort of the third eye that he has drawn on his, or or they have drawn yeah, on their forehead. I was going to say, I haven't seen that reported anywhere. Oh, no, it's definitely around. People you know, are saying it. I mean, lies, obviously. You oh, know, okay. it's not true. I right. Think. But yeah, I, lots of people saying it. I will say, um, Nora Hudson, you know, I was expecting her story to be a little more, uh, I thought there would be more meat to it because she really acted like she was sitting on a, the biggest secret in the world. She wouldn't give it to us as an exclusive. But I will say one of the more, uh, convincing parts of her story in the paper was that she had done that, you know, zoomed in photo analysis and found that the do-gooders briefs uh, that are on top of the scarlet pants, those purple briefs are actually just um, fruit of the loom, whitey tidies painted with a purple Sharpie. Um, and you can sort of see it's like crudely done. Uh, and I wonder like who we might, I think that might be the biggest clue we have, like who is so bad at arts and crafts? Um, that they would, instead of buying purple underwear um, from Amazon or something, why, they would paint the some old whitey tidies purple. I think that that's um, that's a clue. That's a that's a big scoop. I think uh, another big clue uh, that we uh, we got from that ama- that amazing photo enhancement was uh, that massive mole type thing that's on the Scarlet Flash's neck. That's mm-hmm. a if you ask me, that's a, a pretty identifiable mark. Yeah, with five hairs on it. Specifically. Uh, well, and um, you know, we we know two other clues. I guess um, it's good to start sort of just eliminating people that it definitely can't be. Uh, you know, uh, so I guess obviously the three of us are mm. off um, because you know we're talking about it, and, right? And of you know, I, at least I know one mm. of us here, not to toot my own horn, but it is really good. At, uh, at at arts and crafts, we know about my macrame phase, my woodcutting phase, uh, you know, my uh, mm. my uh, uh, my woodblock phase, all of these uh, papercraft phase, all uh, you know, arts and crafts are almost my lifeblood, and and of course, I also do suffer from alopecia, mm. uh, so the the mole uh, would not be me at all, uh, um, and it's probably not you all either. Well, you know, Gil, I, I haven't. I haven't totally ruled myself out. As you both know, I do suffer from sleep paralysis. So it is untelling what I do uh, in the throes of my slumber. Uh, There have been nights where I have uh, woken up in Nebraska in an underground luchador ring. And as we know, Nebraska is miles away, um, untold miles from here. 
as you all know, part of our five point plan uh, was an infrastructure project. And uh, the more that we dig into what it's going to mean to, uh, you know, build roads and build a bridge to the mainland and everything else, uh, it's going to be a hefty price tag. So uh, Gil, Baby and I, we met in the town hall meeting last night. We decided that we were going to do um, a pretty big thing to uh, to fund this effort. Uh, Gil, do you want to break the news? Uh, sure. Yeah. I think a lot of people know that uh, for a while now, a couple of decades, that the uh, entire city's um, sort of pension plans have been tied up in mop futures uh, We mm-hmm. and sort of like the value of antique mops, which we have quite a collection of on the third floor here at Town Hall. Uh, the second floor. Sorry. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. The uh, The third floor is our uh, new welcome center, um, which if you're listening to the podcast, feel free to stop in there, uh, learn a little bit about our town's history, uh, as well as, uh, you know, take a couple of swings at the indoor driving store or even stop in at the satellite wallet, wallet store location. Um, or you can go down to the second floor, which is what we were talking about earlier, uh, which is where we have all of our mops. Um, but there will be fewer mops there very soon as we're selling off a... a large chunk of them to uh, invest in this uh, new bridge uh, plan to the mainland. Um, Though I believe, and uh, Baby and Manny, you can correct me if uh, this got finalized uh, before I had to leave the city council meeting, um, uh, the the bridges, uh, the MOF will be used before we do sell them off um, because of how strange the bridge is going to be to the mainland. So maybe there was something that was discussed at city council after I left, but uh, at least when I was still there, uh, and I apologize again for having to leave early, uh, you know, I ate something I shouldn't have, and uh, I felt like my feet were growing too large for my shoes. Um, Anyway. Was it more dumbucha? It was. It was. Yeah. Mm. It was something I shouldn't have. Uh, Though we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. No, but when I was there, we were still talking about this sort of strange bridge idea that uh, would connect. Y'all come back to the mainland. That would be exactly surface level with uh, with Outer Lake, uh, which would be, I think, a compelling reason to cross. Um, it's probably not super wise from a construction standpoint, um, but I, I remember right before we left, we had uh, sort of one of the citizen responses. Uh, someone, I, I'm, I'm forgetting who, had mentioned that maybe we, in selling off the mops uh, to pay for the bridge, that maybe we first use the mops to mop up excess water that gets on the bridge, which I think is a great idea. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and you do remember that mostly correctly, Gil. And I, I was sorry to see you see you go so abruptly last night. Uh, and I hope your feet are fine. Yeah. So basically, the idea is that we're hoping that the bridge can kind of look like one of those infinity pools, where if you're looking at, you know, the lake, we're hoping it can be, you know, sort of clear and transparent or almost mirrored, so that uh, we don't disrupt the beauty of Outer Lake with some garish bridge, but instead something that really blends in. Um, But yeah, it's definitely going to be a challenge. Really, though, what's more strange about the bridge is the fact that we are attempting to make it entirely out of the garbage from Garbage Dump Beach. Isn't that right, baby? Uh, Yep, that is true. And it is another one of the points on our five point plan uh, to increase the population here. And as you both know, um, there are just mountains of uh, diapers uh, and refuse on Garbage Dump Beach. Um, some say that uh, no one knows what is truly at the, the the bottom of Diaper Mountain. It's true. I mean, Garbage Dump Beach has been called that, you know, for as long as I, I've been alive. Um, so it's it's always sort of been a, a 
bit of a dump. Um, but I, you know, Jorgenbeckers are fantastic at upcycling. I've always said it, um, and I think that will taking uh, this refuse and building a bridge out of it is uh, really just another great example of that. I I would say I I think that the concerns that you know having a bridge that is completely level with the surface of the lake. Uh, will obstruct sort of any boating and the fact that it will be sort of clear or transparent just is opening us up to just so many boating accidents as they sort of just full speed slam into what seems to be an invisible wall uh but uh, you know I, you, you, there's a give and take for these things and uh i i think that sort of those people need that are worried about boating safety uh, you know should uh see a little bit of our side uh, as well yeah, I think they should give us a break and they should take a hike. Thank you, baby. That's what I like to hear. We are here to encourage creative ideas and creative solutions to the problems that you mentioned, Gil. Uh, but of course, uh, today we're hoping to do something really special for our listeners. You know, because we're going to be using antique mops to fund the infrastructure project, at least in part. Uh, and you'd be surprised how much these things are going for on eBay. Uh, I was just looking last night and there was one um, where the the mop was sh- basically just shaped like Betty Boop's uh, behind. And it was going for, you know, eighty to $90,000. So um, some of these collectible mops really are going to rake in the cash. Uh, but we really we want to take inventory of what we have, um, see how much money we can count on. So we're going to head to the second floor. And we thought it would be cool if we did that live with all of you. Well, you know, recorded, but you'll hear it as if you're here with us. So we're going to take the mics down to the second floor. We're going to check out what mops we have, and you're going to be right there with us as we uncover the treasures. Um, Gil, baby, before we get to that, uh, is there is there anything you're expecting to see? I know it's been a long time since either of you have been down there. Uh, well, uh, if the badger is still there, uh, the three of us definitely need to be armed and guarded. I believe the badger was moved to the basement with the rest of the animals, but uh, I, I know I'm expecting to see the mop made entirely out of Grover Cleveland's uh, beard trimmings. And I just want to say uh, to our listeners, that has always already been purchased. I did pull against my retirement uh, to make sure that I got that one for myself. Um, so uh, uh, dibs, I guess is what I'm saying. Very good. Well, we are going to take a short commercial break so that you know we can keep bringing you this podcast the way we do. But on the other side of the break, you will hear us with special coverage from the second floor. And I'm just going to tell you now, you have no idea what you're getting into. So uh, we'll see you on the other side of this break. Tell me, has this ever happened to you? You find yourself in a bright room surrounded by stationary light sources that are just too luminescent for your delicate eyes? Or maybe you're in a dark room, completely blinded by the all-encompassing darkness surrounded only by the static, unending blackness of the void? If these or other circumstances have ever happened to you, then you should pick up a new lava lamp from Reverend William's Lava Lamp Palace. They've got big lava lamps, small lava lamps, novelty lava lamps, traditional lava lamps, and other kinds of lava lamps in addition to those. Manny, baby, we all got a lava lamp from Reverend William's Lava Lamp Palace this past week. What kind did you get, and how have you been enjoying it? Uh, Well, I got a novelty flubber lava lamp. Uh, This isn't like your normal lava lamps. It is an amorphous blob, and you can really do anything with it. Uh, Throw it on a wall, play basketball with it. It's sure to light up your life. 
I have to admit, Gil, I really splurged. I love a lava lamp and I actually went all in for the full wall lava lamp. It's on the accent wall in my living room. And what's really interesting is if you actually connect it with your streaming device, it will sort of reenact scenes from your favorite movies uh, using the lava bubbles. Um, I've been rewatching the bend and snap sequence uh, featuring Jennifer Coolidge and Reese Witherspoon from Legally Blonde over and over and just seeing those little bubbles bend and snap and pop. Ah, it is amazing. And I was somberly pleased to take advantage of Reverend Williams' Forever Remembrance Lava Lamp Service to honor my recently deceased pet axolotl Furby. His remains will fashionably bubble beside me in beautiful neon hues until I am able to join him again in the great hereafter. So come get yourself a lava lamp at Reverend Williams Lava Lamp Palace, now open 24-7. Hello, comebackers, and welcome back to This Is Y'all Come Back. I'm sorry if you can, uh, if you're hearing us, like, walking down the steps right now, but we're about to enter the second floor corridor. We've come down the stairwell. We've all got our mics in our hands. This is very exciting. Um, the only time I've been here, I couldn't even step more than a few feet in because of how filthy the mop floor is. Um, but yeah, we're about, we're about to go in. So baby, um, you have the skeleton key. Can you let us in? Oh, yep. Sure. Uh, I just need a second to prepare. The mop closet always gives me the willies and it's not just because Gil insists on playing haunted village ambiance on a broken record player. Uh, but uh, here we go. All right. Um, Gil, I know you, you can really paint a picture uh, and- now I see what Baby meant by giving him the willies. I didn't realize it was so literal, but there are several phallic mops in here. Um, what else are we looking at, Gil? Well, uh, I think the first thing, I haven't been down here in years, so this is uh, a little bit of a, a road of memories for me, uh, I think is how the phrase goes. Um, uh, frankly, I'm surprised that how many sort of push broom-shaped mops that we have. It seems sort of silly to have those and not just use either a squeegee or uh, a regular mop, but in addition to those, you know, they're your traditional size uh, types. We've got some that uh, self-ring. There's a lot of mop buckets here, too. I think uh, those can't be overlooked. Um, Here's one that has the, uh, is, I believe, the official seal of Argentina on the outside. This was uh, from Argentina. Yeah, the uh, palace in Argentina. Uh, Oh, uh, and this this is... um... A unique specimen. This is a gentleman's dueling mop. Uh, You can't really tell much from it here, but if you just click this button on the side, then it has a full-length saber and musket inside the handle. My goodness. Okay, so we're making our way in. The floor is incredibly slippery and dusty. We're going to try to get around because I'm seeing over here what, what appears to be almost... It looks like a throne of mops as if you could like sit on it. They've all been sort of... Uh, stacked in such a way that it looks like a giant throne and here at the base there's something glowing golden what what is this uh, Manny that is the uh, temptress's mop uh, that mop is something that uh, I mean I can sure you can tell from how baby and I have both shut our eyes uh, and averted our gazes from it that we uh, you should never look directly at it as you will be overcome with the desire to touch it and uh, then its power I will just uh, consume just want to touch it Manny, please. Manny, I can't see I, what you're doing because my eyes are closed. I I have this strong desire to take a seat. Manny, no. Mop. 
Manny, no, you're not supposed to sit on the mop. That's specifically not what you're supposed to do. Well, what should I do? Because I, all I can think of is what it would feel like to be rubbing against every Manny, inch of I my, can, uh, my dirty all I, mop I cannot see skin. anything. I, I cannot see anything. I'm looking away, but please, anything, but please step back. I'm, okay. I'm reaching for you, And what is this? A door, mop door number 23. Is that what this says? Should I go in? Oh, oh, no, Manny, no! Gil! Baby! Can you hear me? Uh-oh, just, just barely, uh, Gil and I refer to that ex- auxiliary closet as, uh, mop Mageddon. I... Baby, is it, is it safe to look? I'm still looking away. I, I heard a large commotion. I think that I can't get out. I think I'm blocked in here. Oh, Manny, you're... You are completely... You are submerged I, in mops. Yes, Gil, I know. Uh, I'm listeners under at home, many is submerged in mops. I, I sort of blacked out there for a second, and I woke up underneath this giant uh, pile of what... It, they're not even cool mops. They're just regular nasty-ass mops. And I, uh, all I see is I'm in, I'm in some, like... I don't... This closet has... Se- oh, God, Gil, do you have hentai everywhere in this building? Just all over the wall. I, I mean, not everywhere, no, Manny, but uh, I, it, in a lot of places, I suppose... Manny, this is, um, I, so we uncool. should probably call someone about this. Uh, this is a, definitely an emergency. I think that we need to get someone down here. Uh, hopefully someone at the fire department can respond to this. Um, Gil, you're the fire chief. Of course. Do, yes. Do I'm sorry. Uh, or something? Fire chief and historian Gil Gilman here. Yes. Uh, I, I don't even uh, know if they're two by four mops or four by speaking six of, mops. Uh, speaking of my introduction there, Manny, uh, the phone is ringing. What? How? How can you hear it down here, Gil? You can't even hear it when we're in the same room half the time. Well, I I had I I got bought this pager, uh, and so it but, actually vibrates. Um, and you, gets a little you ring. You're gonna leave. I I. Uh, uh, Manny, I'm going to uh, put this mop bucket over the tiny bit of what? your head that's sticking out of no. the pile of mops, so you don't get uh, any more frightened than you, you already are. The, you two have the flashlights. What am I gonna What am I gonna, am I gonna do down here with in this dark mop hell? I, well, preferably not look at the temperatures off because that's what got you into this mess in the first place. So, um, uh, you know, okay, okay, if I'm fine. Sort of uh, yeah. Sorry, Manny, we got to go answer this. This has been ringing a lot. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah, it might be an emergency. Just hurry. Just, Bye, just hurry and come back. <laughs> Why are these hallways so long? <laughs> oh, my God. Baby, I can, I, I'm holding this mic so still as I run. It is impressive how well I am holding this mic. Uh, hello, uh, this is Yalcombe Beck Town Hall. Fire Chief and Historian Gil Gilman here speaking. Um, sorry it took so long. Uh, one of our co-workers uh, was buried in a pile of mops. Hello, Gil, is that you? Oh, no. Oh, did I just hear baby? That baby, voice. it's Bird, Bird Feather Bottom. You knew me as Bird Feather, of course, but marrying bird bottom, I become bird feather bottom baby, and I can tell by your stunned silence and the sudden tension in the room that you have not only missed this cadence, but you have also missed this dick, Shun, and I am just so excited to hear your voice. 
Yes, yes, Bird, it, it's you. I, I would recognize the shrill octaves of your voice anywhere. Why are you calling, Bird? Yeah, Bird, Bird, you, yeah, we, um, you know, I, I would say that we've missed hearing you, but, you know, I watched Mrs. Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire just the other night, and so I, um, I don't know, I think the resemblance is uncanny in a number of ways. Uh, but, but Baby's right, you know, we are on a job here. As I mentioned earlier, our new mayor uh, and friend, well, new mayor uh, and acquaintance, Manny McDermott, has been submerged in a pile of mops downstairs. Um, so please go ahead and get to your emergency or... Um... Oh, do you mean the Manny? Is Manny not coming to the phone right now? No, no, he is. He's downstairs. Oh, what a bummer. He's so devilishly... Handsome, you know, me, two birds sometimes need a third. And we've been thinking maybe the mayor, but okay, Um, anyway, it's not exactly uh, an emergency, though it, I, I, I would maybe describe it as an ultimatum. Um, you know, I really think, Gil, you might not have all of the, of the context needed to understand What's really happening here? But you see, Baby and I, we used to hold these overnight vigils for our avocados to catch them in the precise nine-minute window in which they were ripe. And in those precious overnight, often intimate, sweaty, fruity endeavors, me and Baby would share our deepest darkest secrets you know it's how i found out that baby is years old uh, 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 bird can you just let us know what this ultimatum is the last time you gave me an ultimatum i found myself in an underground gay club in tokyo dressed up as a border collie with no money oh yes oh good times yeah and, and bird bird I, you know, you don't need to explain these things to me uh, about um, sort of that backstory. I, you know, Baby has been reading, leaving me messages about his diary entries uh, on my voicemail for, uh, well, since as long as we've known each other. And uh, so I I knew all of this. Um, I do want to warn you, you are actually on the podcast right now. We are recording the podcast. So, uh... Oh, Gil, that is actually Perfect, because I want the entire town to hear that, you see, uh, I just do, I have to go back. See, me and Baby used to watch his favorite uh, Jane Fonda film, I believe it was Barbarella, Queen of the Galaxy, and while we were doing that on these overnight avocado vigils, he would always oh, tell God me that uh, sort of his openness reminded him of of the few tender moments he had with his mother, Agatha, and he told me in those times that the secret to triggering Agatha agreeability was to mix some amaretto liqueur into her fruit cocktail. Uh, Bird, and... this is being recorded for public distribution. You can't go airing my dirty laundry like that, like the time you literally aired out my dirty laundry. Baby, that smelled like salty tangerines. I needed somewhere for that to flow, but you might not know this yet, baby. My father, Jack Feather, recently passed away. 
And that means that I am now the CEO of Pipe Dream, his oil company and refinery builder. Oh, so that means all of the money, um, I guess... Who, who does that go to? It goes to me, baby. Um, and to other bird. Because he's my husband. But I was thinking, what could I do with this newfound power? So I went to see Agatha with a little bit of amaretto liqueur and a fruit cocktail. And you let's just say... Gil, he's evil! That's my mother! I, I went up to Agatha... Uh, who I had not seen in years since I was shagging her son. Um, and I told her as such, uh, which she was thrilled that you'd been having any action in the past decade. But what she was not thrilled about was her station in life, just stuck on a porch waiting for you to come visit on the daily basis. So I said, what if I offered you a deal? And I gave her that amaretto and I gave her a deed to sign that says... If the city loses public incorporation, she would sell the land of Jochenbach to me as private corporate property. Is this... I... I know exactly... Because I don't know if you know this. Agatha owns this entire island. Bird, is this about what I think this is about? Is this about that priceless item... That we got at an auction together and that I took from you when we broke up? Is this about Julia Child's lingerie? Yes, baby. I worked so hard to get that lingerie. All of my savings and you just took off with it like some queen in the night. Like some queen of the galaxy. Well, you know that's what we called ourselves when we dressed up in the lingerie. You see, Gil... I met Baby when he was still a P.E. and drama teacher at the high school. And I would help him practice his monologues. And I, I, I met him pretending to sell textbooks of the, from the back of my Dodge Caravan, but they were really just copies of the Flicker novelization. Yeah, uh, Bird, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, are, are you monologuing currently? Is this uh, a villainous reveal? Uh, I just want to say, not only uh, do I want to remind you about uh, recent rumors about a... Uh, super. Well, I don't know if people are calling him or them superhero, um, but uh, Scarlet Flash uh, would not like to hear, I think, if I w were to know uh, his opinions on things Scarlet about Flash. what you're doing here. More like Scarlet Blah. Ugh. His fashion is to die about, and I just, I'm not worried about him. He's out there pulling weeds. I can't be pulled, Gil. I'm not a weed. I am an ivy. And where I am planted, I grow invasively and quickly. Just ask baby. And you choke things out like poor innocent old women who happen to own entire cities. First of all, you used to like it when I choked you out. Second of all, Agatha signed the deed. She what? Okay, Bird, you know, uh, I... She signed the deed. Did she know, word for word, what the bird for bird deed said? No. But do I have her scriggly scraggly old lady signature? I do. Uh, you know, Bird, this is, um, 
I, you, you've got baby upset here. You got me upset. I, I have to say, there's. You're right. I. Um, oh, am I? I'm upset. I'm chewing on my stress bone. Oh, still have that? Do you? Bird, I think we're gonna end this call here. You know, I, I have been watching Mrs. Doubtfire frequently, and I would say that I had got plenty of what you have to offer from that. But you know, you, you, the level of wordplay and uh, sort of extended metaphor that it uses and that Robin Williams develops there is uh, unparalleled uh, and frankly puts yours to shame in a way that I think you adequately demonstrated with what you had to say here. Um, we, we're not going to take this threat lying down. Okay. Um, we have no intention to let this town be disincorporated. Uh, mm. You'll be hearing from our, uh, well, not our lawyers. Uh, there isn't public counsel, but um, we're going to, you'll be hearing from our mayor, uh, the Manny, as you referred to him as. I didn't know he was going by that, but uh, we're going to, we're going to talk to him. Okay. Well, very good. You and, you know, when Pipe Dream owns this entire island and me, the CEO, becomes the mayor of all of your life, you can come to me with all of your questions. But first, 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 bird, 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 come here, come here, come here. You're never going to believe this. I'm on the phone with baby Smith Jones Johnson, our ex. He's, he's on the phone. Say, come here, come here, come here, come here. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Hey, baby, it's Bird. How you doing? Oh, no, not you two. Not those dulcet gas station lurker tones. Uh, bird and Bird, we uh, are going to say farewell now. Um, or, or, okay. or, or as okay. you would probably say it, fair bad. Uh, because I hope that you all <laughs> need to call into the 911 uh, number soon because you have an emergency because you are, uh, you know, suffering from some, something bad. Something bad happens. You. Like your body being no. on fire. Well, not explicitly oh. that one, I guess. I, I'm not asking. Baby, I am one. flaming and that is fine. But the only emergency I have is that bird and bird need a third. So if you know anybody, the broadcasters out there. But otherwise, we are thriving. And I'm living a pipe dream. And soon, everyone will be living a pipe dream. All right, dream this, this is getting unbearable, even for me. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye baby <laughs> okay i've actually hung up the phone this time and i have muted my beeper which also has a speakerphone i you know we probably should have used that when we were down there with manny oh yeah that's true uh huh we should probably also tell manny that my mom has owned the island this entire time and now she doesn't and that uh you know as mayor he's technically the mayor of all of our lives as bird uh explained earlier um most people would think that the mayor is just sort of uh, a, a, you know, civic role. But um, on y'all come back here, it, it is different, of course. <sighs> oh, Manny, uh, <sighs> you got out of the pile. You Manny, I am so good. glad you were able to get out of there and somehow make it up here because, God, I had to run so fast down that hallway <sighs> to get to that phone. Is that a compound fracture, oh, my... Manny? I can see my your bones. Wrists. Oh my God! They've never been so limp. I well, it's funny enough. The the air ducts uh, from that room connect directly to this to this office. As long as you do a little a little climbing, um, did I did I miss anything? Uh, and that sound means it's time for time, weather, and community announcements. It is nine thirteen a.m. on a Tuesday, and boy, has it been super nice lately. It's that time of year again to spring back to using paper clips instead of staples. Take a stab at not using staples until around November. 
Due to several incidents and fights last summer, the Yolkenbach Little League has instituted the following rules ahead of the new baseball season. First, families who tailgate before games are limited to four beers or one 7-Eleven cup of liquor per adult. Truck beds cannot be used as pools unless a privately contracted lifeguard is present. And when yelling at the teenage umpires making minimum wage, fans must use the term bullsnot. At a recent press conference concerning the turmoil surrounding Little Miss Cornhole, Sally Jane Sampson released the following statement. Nadia McHarper has violated a tradition and a symbol of our people. She's a stank-ass hoe, and she knows it. Have you started your spring cleaning? Make sure to use proper spring oils to maintain boinginess. Motor oils, olive and seed oils, and sacramental oils are not proper oils for spring cleaning. After 14 years of knitting, Wendelin Waters has finished a scarf big enough to be placed around the peak of Lone Mountain. She wants all the young people of Yolkenbach to know that yes, the world can be a cold place sometimes, but if we all build something with our hands and our hearts, maybe it doesn't have to be. The votes are in, and in a landslide turnout, the citizens of Yolkenbach have officially moved to rename Garbage Dump Beach to Shartzilla Euphoria. And if any of those sound like the kind of community you'd love to be a part of, remember, this is Yolkenbach. This is Yolkenbach is an improvised podcast performed by Corey Collins, Josiah Knight, and Cameron Lindsay. Music written and performed by Caleb Ritchie. Check out his music at Caleb Ritchie Music on Facebook. Our cover art was done by Pip Lloyd. You can find Pip and their work on Twitter with the username at underscore proto Pip. Eager for more, this is Yolkenbach, or have a community announcement that you'd like to be read on the show? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pod on Twitter, and this is Yolkenbach on Instagram. Our email is yolkenbachpodcast at gmail.com. That's Y-A-L-L-C-O-M-E-B-A-C-K podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to support This Is Yolkenbach, you can support us on Patreon, where we are always eager to hear your suggestions for new content and ways that we can engage with our listeners. If you like what you heard here, please hit subscribe so that you can get the newest episode in your feed every week. And while you're at it, leave a five-star review. Finally, share the show with your friends. Just like the people of Yolkenbach, we are looking to grow, and we would love to welcome more folks into our community. Thanks for listening.